Well, hello. I'm Dr. Isabel Amig, uh, your friendly rheumatologist from Unabridged MD. And it's such a pleasure to see you. I will just start with reminding everyone that um, we have the first direct care rheumatology practice in Colorado, and we are currently accepting new patients. Um, and it will be such a pleasure if you need a rheumatologist to see you. Uh, you can contact us at info at onabridgedmd.com. I repeat, info at onabridgedmd.com and the team will schedule you. And today I'm going to talk to you about um, the relationship with doctors, meaning, you know, if you were to be diagnosed with a condition that you feel is dangerous or potentially chronic or just anything other than, you know, a mild cold, um, sometimes... I find that some patients come back and say, this was horrible. I'm, I'm so stressed out. I have friends also who've told me that their doctor basically hardly looked at them or were looking concerned or anything like this, right? And <clears throat> what I have found is, number one, you have to realize that the medical community right now hurts. Um, it's, you know, we are human beings and it's, it's just... It's just been very hard on the medical community since the pandemic. I think it was hard already. And with the pandemic, it has put even more stress because a lot of people have decided that they were out of the medical system, but we still have to take care of patients. And so there is less people to take care of increasing number of patients. You add this, the requirements of the insurances and in general, just of of the administration, and you have physicians that are getting more and more burnout, and they are trying their best. And, you know, I think that a lot of physicians are going to go, and I'm seeing this in direct care, like I'm doing. Um, but first of all, just realize that physicians are hurting, okay? The, the, the medical community is hurting. So that's the first thing. So then you realize that, and and then you have to advocate for yourself. And I'm gonna I'm gonna go over uh, ways for you to advocate for yourself. The number the the before we do this, um, I would say that just remember what a physician or a, a healthcare provider is here to do. There's two things. Number one, they are here to prevent anything bad from happening. Right. Number one, they prevent anything bad from happening. Number two, they are here to reassure you. Okay, so when you're going to see a physician, you're asking them to, one, make sure that there is nothing that can be prevented to be prevented. So, for example, um, in rheumatology, my job is to make sure that my patients don't develop deformities, don't develop erosion, don't develop inflammation of the heart, and so on, okay? So prevention. And the second is to reassure you. I mean, if the physician is going to stress you out, th there's no point. <laughs> there's no point really of seeing them because then like, are they making your life better? No, they are not. We make your life better by preventing what can be prevented and by reassuring you. And so once you go with this, you can actually tell your, like, your physician what you want, which is like, hey, I'm coming with those symptoms I would like you, I would like to one, know what it is, but really the most important thing for me is to make sure that there is something that I can, maybe I can cure, maybe I can treat, maybe I can prevent complication from this condition. And then I want you to reassure me. And you can literally tell your physician this, right? 
Um, so how do you get to this? How do you get your physician to do those things for you? Well, number one, maybe you have an incredible physician. And the truth is that there are incredible physicians out there. They are in every single area. You have very big institution with incredible uh, physician. You have also private practice with incredible physician. You have direct care practice with incredible physician. The truth is that what I have found is that in direct care, there's a little bit more of those incredible physicians just because they have more time. They have more time to take care of you. Um, so that's number one. So you find an incredible physician and maybe that's, that's how they approach the care. Number two is that you can actually have someone to advocate for you. If you feel like you don't have the energy to advocate for yourself, what does that mean? Advocating advocating means that you come with a set of questions, and that can be like, what do I have? How do I fix this? Um, how do I prevent what can be prevented? Um, what are the treatments? What are the complications possible of the treatment? But most importantly, how can I prevent those complications? All right. So you come with a set of questions and make sure that you have them with you, because if the physician is rushing, you want them to be like, hey, I'm seeing the paper that you've brought and I'm seeing that you have a bunch of questions. Let me go over them. You will see some physicians are short, some physicians are exasperated the moment you have those uh, lists, but that's okay because they still will go over those with you, okay? You can literally pass that, uh, that paper to them and be like, can we make sure that you go over this, right? So that's, that's a way to advocate for yourself. Another way is to have someone that you love and that you trust that comes with you. And I see this in my practice very often, maybe the partner is going to come. Maybe it's a good friend. Maybe it's someone from the medical community um, like that they met on a forum or something. But <clears throat> there is someone to advocate for them just because sometimes there's so much information that's being shared that you want to have someone that's there that's maybe taking notes, anything really, right? Um, you can also you know, work with the team. What I mean by that is that the team that are in uh, the uh, uh, the team of your uh, provider, like your rheumatologist, for example, or oncologist or any type of specialist or primary care physician, you have a team and often they would have like a nurse or a medical assistant that can follow up with you. And that's actually really important that you make a connection with them. So for example, at Onabridge MD, we have TEEN. TEEN is here to make sure that any question that arises after the uh, encounter is answered. And most of the time she has the answer. Some of the time she does not have the answer and she can come to me and tell me, hey, there's this question. Can you, you know, I don't have the answer. How do you want me to answer? And, you know, we come up with uh, the answer so that our patients feel really cared for. That's really important. Uh, and there are a lot of those, um, um, you know, nurses or medical assistants that can help you. And you can ask those questions. If you feel like the physician is super busy, you can literally ask questions to the nurses. One thing that I would say is that if you feel that um, the team is not answering your question, you can actually ask them again and again until they actually pass that question to your physician. You can also make another appointment because that, you know, if the physician, if you think about it, right, in, a, in the insurance-based model, if the physician doesn't see the patient, they don't get paid. And so they don't want to spend hours responding to question after hours, right, uh, to 
patients when they don't get paid, right? Like, like you have to realize institutions want their physician to see a patient from 8 to 5 p.m. Then from 5 to 7 p.m. sometimes they're writing notes. And then if you're asking questions that are needing to be answered, it might go all the way to 10 p.m. for some physician. So that is why sometimes like the nurses are trying to protect that of uh, this from happening. And so you may feel like the nurses never pass your question to your physician. So to like a very good way is to just say, hey, I want a follow-up appointment, okay? Uh, that way the physician can actually take the, well, sometimes it's 15 minutes, I guess, but, you know, 15, 30 uh, minutes with you to answer your question. Don't hesitate. Uh, you have, If you have insurance, do that. If you're in direct care, we're here for that, you know? Hopefully, when you're at Bridge MD, you have all of your questions answered um, by me when we see each other, by the nurse, if uh, by a teen after, if you have any more questions. And then, of course, have another appointment with me if you feel like you don't have all of those answers, okay? All right. The last thing is that you can actually uh, ask your physician directly, uh, and literally be very vulnerable with them and be very honest and say, hey, I am scared. But at the same time, and at the same time, I would like you to provide me with hope. And by setting the expectations to your physician, you're basically saying, hey, this is the type of patient that I am. I need you to give me hope. And I will say that all of physicians, like I don't know any physician that has not gone into medical school to actually help patients. We have all gone into medical school. We've done, you know, 10 to, in my case, 17 years of studying. Um, and we love what we do. We want you to feel good. And sometimes, and especially when you're seeing a lot of patients back to back to back in the insurance system, like physicians don't have the time to stop and they don't have the time to realize that they love what they do. And so by you saying, hey, I'm scared, please give me some hope. That's that's why I'm here for. Please give me some hope. Don't, don't give me, uh, don't stress me out. Give me hope. I need hope from you. I'm telling you, if you just say this, the physician would give you hope. All of them, all of them, Okay. So I hope this was helpful to you. Um, and I, I would love to hear if you have any other additional input about this. Like, what do you do when you are seeing your physician, when you're wanting some specific information? What do you do when you're seeing a new physician? And what are the things that have worked for you? Um, and share them with us, share them in the comments on YouTube or on the podcast. And if this is helpful to you, I'm asking you to share this with another of your friend, because this is really important for, for people to realize that they have a say that they can do things. Okay. And then finally, if you are looking for a rheumatologist that truly cares and gets you to remission as soon as possible, um, we are currently accepting new patients at the unabridged MD practice and our uh, to get an appointment, you can actually uh, contact info at unabridgedmd.com. Have a wonderful week and I will see you next week. Bye-bye.